0: Welcome to Insights with Latrice. Welcome back. I'm your host, Latrice Cabrilla. I am so excited. We're going to do things a little different today because I have such an amazing guest. I mean, they're all amazing, but this one, man, the topic that we're going to talk about is deep. It's serious. So first of all, if you have little kids listening, if you're not 18 or older, this is not for you. You don't want to do this. Um, but for those of you who are married or thinking about getting married or separated or whatever your status is, I think you need to hear this. There's going to be a lot of great information that we're going to, um, uh, that he's going to talk to you about. But the first thing, I want you to make sure you're following me at Kabuya, um at Facebook, Graham, Twitter. I am even on Snapchat. Now, I'm trying to work through that one, but I'm on there, okay? So follow me, get some information, get encouragement, motivation, um, just have fun with it and see me on those social media platforms. Remember, this is Insights with Latrice. So we are going to take some insights, some information, some tool, and add it to our lives so that we can live our best life. So we're gonna discover, connect, and express, who we are authentically, and that is so key and important because it's self awareness. It's it's are th- finding out who you are, being honest, and moving forward and getting the tools needed to um, get to that destiny. But without further ado, Mr. Hassani Pettiford is with me today, and I'm so excited and so humble. Let me just tell you about um, this this brother this amazing man i was on i was at home watching aspire and they were talking about marriage and infidelity and this gentleman came on and i was just like wow first of all he sent a lot of good stuff and it's heavy like i had to stop pause rewind and so i told Olivier, you guys know my husband and of course if olivia gives thumbs up we know we're in. And so I've watched them on um, these past couple of years. He, he actually, and we'll get into it. He travels to save marriages. When, when you call him, this is your last resort. It's him and Jesus coming in to save that marriage. Him and his beautiful, amazing wife. And we'll talk about her as well, because I don't think he could do it without her right? They, they, um, compliment one another. And so welcome, sir. Thank you so much for being here.
1: It is an honor and a privilege to be on your show. I appreciate the invitation.
0: Thank you. Well, you know what? Let's just hit it real good. Right? Marriage. Yes. Why did we get married? Why do people get married? I mean, I know that sounds really simple, but why? Why do we get married only to get a divorce a lot of times? Because it's increasing divorce rate.
1: Yeah, I think people get married for a number of different reasons and a lot of people are ready to get married but not they're not prepared mm. to get married. And I think there's a difference. So readiness says, you know what, I'm just I'm just ready for a relationship, I'm ready for a commitment, but they're not in, they're not they haven't gone through a proper preparation period. And so they enter into these long-term commitments ill-equipped. They enter into with myths about what marriage is all about because they've seen it on television or media or or a lot of people are so distraught over marriage because they've had bad examples, they don't get married. Yeah. So I think there's a split that's taking place. But ultimately, I think the reason why people get divorced is because they haven't learned the skill sets required to have a successful uh, connection. Now, let me just say this. I think that we've used the words relationship and marriage interchangeably as if it's the same thing, and it's not. And if you look at it as the same, it's a setup for failure. Wow. If you're going to find a difference, you're preparing yourself for success. So you say, well, what's the difference, right? Relationship speaks to your companionship. Marriage speaks to your partnership. So your companionship would be more like Uh, meeting each other's emotional needs speaking each other's love language effective communication blending of personality sexual fulfillment it's a heartfelt connection but your marriage speaks to your partnership which is delegation of responsibilities financial management parenting you know planning for your future and each require completely different skills in order to be successful and so what happens is you have some people who have great relationships, sex is good, communication is good, but no money in a bank, uh, broke, busted, and disgusted, kids are a wreck, there's nothing sustaining them. There's some people on paper who have great marriages, money's taken care of, kids are all right, house over the head, but they're emotionally disconnected, they're sexually unfulfilled, There's they have unresolved issues, there's no connection. And so when we can develop and identify and develop the skills in both areas, that's when our relationships can thrive and be long-lasting.
0: So let me take my paper of notes that I questions that I have and do this. <laughs> okay, let let's do that first of all and foremost, and say wow. Okay, so let let's <laughs> woo. That was a lot right there. That was I mean, if we didn't say anything else, that that was enough skill set right there to just say I can make this happened, Um, man. So tell me this in a marriage, how, cause it, it's definitely beyond what I was thinking, but I know communication and imp- communication is important. Now I'm not you, but um, my husband and I do have the honor sometimes to talk to people and, and help them and coach them through a season of their life. That's challenging in their marriages. Mm-hmm. And um, one of the things that we get all the time is the communication. Is that really the issue or is there something underlining?
1: Yeah. Yeah, I think it is. You know, I say all the time, you really don't have a financial problem. You really don't have a sex problem. You really don't have a parenting or in-law problem. What you have is an inability to effectively communicate. Because we cannot effectively communicate, we never are able to deal with the issue. So now we have issues that go unresolved, and they manifest in all of these areas: sex, finances, children, in-laws, all of these other places. And so, if we could learn how to effectively communicate, if we understood just the basics, like for instance, I often talk talk about the three components of effective communication. So number one, you have your words. What you say. Number two, your tonality, how you say what you say. And number three, your facial expressions and body language. Now, your words are 7% of your communication. Your tonality is 23% of your communication, but your facial expressions, body language, and gestures, 70% of your communication. So what happens is each one of these components delivers very different messaging. So it's not what you said, it's how you said what you said, and I'm offended. And so therefore, we can't even deal with the issue at hand. And so when couples learn how to effectively understand these components and then also understand how our communication is drenched in personality styles and how to understand the wiring of our partner, the perception, the perspective of our, par- of our partner, and understanding proper conflict resolution, then you can have effective communication to resolve all the issues that you're struggling with in your relationship.
0: Wow! So, with that said, with communication, a lot of times in a man, you know, men tend to kind of shut down. So, what would you tell that wife?
1: Well, number one, we know that generally speaking, women. Speak in paragraphs, men speak in bullet points. Uh, I think statistics suggest that the average uh, man uses 10,000 words a day, whereas the average woman uh, speaks 25,000 words a day. So for a man, is working and has a job and talking to co-workers and talking to employees and talking to whomever, by the time he gets home, he's used up all his words. <laughs> Meanwhile, if women have used up the same number of words during the day, by the time they get home, they have 15,000 more words to use. And I think that um, what happens is we've run out of things to talk about or we have very surface conversations. And to your point, because men haven't learned how to tap into their emotions, I'm speaking in general, Uh, When it comes to more serious conversations, intimate conversations, we don't know how to process. If I can't get in contact with my own emotions, how could I connect emotionally with you? So the level of compassion, the level of intimacy, the level of connection, I'm not able to effectively do because I haven't been raised and trained to do that. I've been taught to push it down, to suppress it. And so I'm wired in such a way that makes conflict, that makes communication very challenging. So in essence, we have to unlearn certain okay. things that we have learned and learn something different okay. so that we can truly really have breakthrough communication.
0: And so with that, do you agree that there's a time in everyone's relationship to go get counseling, to get the necessary tools, whether it's cause of communication or maybe um you know lack of sex or whatever that situation is cuz i know that's also a big issue a lot of times the woman cuz obviously you know we want to talk but that husband wants the marriage but doesn't want to do the counseling
1: so the time to get counseling is before you get married and all throughout the course of your marriage wow. think about it we think about counseling as okay it's gotten too far it's gotten so bad, now we need help. Well, counseling or coaching should be something that you do to prevent crisis oh. from taking place. If we, if we had a shift in our perspective and did not view counseling as a bad thing, because you know in our community, there's a negative stigma placed on counseling. It must mean that there's something emotionally or psychologically wrong with me. And I think it's become such a loaded term and we've run away from it for dear life. But I say, look at it like coaching. Like every great athlete has a coach. Michael Jordan had a coach. Venus and Serena Williams had a coach. Tiger Woods had a coach. A coach is there to take you to the next level. Likewise, a marriage coach, if you will, is there to take your relationship to the next level. Mm. Um, Yeah, I would say definitely before and throughout.
0: Okay. Okay. Oh, so, and I'm jumping on purpose because I know we have a limited time. So I just want to touch some real key issues um, that I hear a lot. Let's talk about lack of sex. Mm. It's not just um, women not having sex anymore. It's, it's big now with the men that are like, so how, how do you go about helping couples with that? Um,
1: topic. First of all, really quickly, we go through the five sexual marital patterns that every couple faces. I'm not going to go through all of them. We don't have much time. But if I quickly focus on uh, three. Number one, you have what is called duty sex. That's obligation sex, conjugal rights sex. I'm really not into you. It's no longer a delight. It's a duty. It's like uh, vacuuming, check, dishes, check, Of laundry check, sex, check. There's no passion, there's no anything. It's miserable for both parties. Then you have what is called old shoe sex. Like for instance, you're a woman, right? Yes. Do you have at least 10 pairs of shoes in your closet? I do. Twenty? Yes.
0: Thirty? I don't think we need to get in everybody's business right now. How about
1: that? So when I when I go through this exercise with women, most women will say I have at least 50, 60 pairs of shoes. Yes. Well, in essence, they have around seven to eight shoes for every day of the week. They have open toe, sling backs, sandals, boots, heels, flats, all types of colors, all types of styles. And I'm like, well, why do you need so many different shoes? Creativity, variety, you know, different outfits. We want to match this. And I would say, well, what would happen if there was a shoe bandit that was going around town, breaking into people's homes and stealing shoes and they took every single pair of your shoes but the ones you have on your feet how would you feel and most women would say miserable that's that's exactly what our sex life has become like that old pair of shoes same way every single time no passion no creativity it's you can predict what's going to happen before i mean everything about it is just miserable wow and so therefore it looks like i'm frozen can you see me okay Uh
0: You are frozen. Hold
1: okay. on. So Since this is being pre recorded, how about we stop? Because okay. I had a phone call that came through and it probably froze my okay. screen. Oh, hold on. Hold on a second. Let me try something. Okay. Okay, there we go. Okay. So we'll go back. <coughs> I'm sorry. Oh, that's okay. You're
0: busy.
1: And everything's connected, which is crazy. No. That's one second. Cool. I'll pick up. You know how to edit all this, right? Yeah. Okay. No.
0: Mr. K
1: does and so the reality is so many people are having sex the same way every single time It's not passionate. It's not fun. It's just like here. We go again old shoe sex The third type of marital uh, sexual uh, pattern that exists is what we call the sexless marriage now in this case According to statistics a sexless marriage is a couple who has sex anywhere between once a month to ten times a year and so we first have to identify the pattern that you're in and then come up with a plan to work your way out of that pattern into a healthy pattern. And so in our sessions, we kind of go into the details of what's required to get couples on the same page.
0: Hassani, can I just say this? I was um, coaching um, someone and before marriage, having a lot of sex after marriage, she shared that, she just didn't feel like she was supposed to do that anymore.
1: Yeah. It's
0: what is that? I mean, I talked her through it and but I'm like, man, what is that mentality?
1: It's called the devil. <laughs> that's what that's <laughs> called. It's so it's so interesting. Here's the deal. And I'm not indicting, listen, when you're dealing with relationships, you kind of have to speak in generalities. Yes. So this may not apply to every person. But what we have found, generally speaking, is that women are more sexually active oftentimes before I do than when they're in the relationship. Well, why? Because they know, for a lot of women, men have a high sex drive and they desire it. And so in their pursuit to receive commitment, they'll do whatever is necessary to get it. But once they're in a relationship, and it's just like, well, we're married now. I don't. I no longer have to do what I once did to get it because I've got it. Wow. And so it wasn't truly her desire. She was fulfilling his desire to win him. Wow. So you've heard it all before. Men give lo- love for sex. Women give sex for love there's different motivations yeah. and so we have to figure out how to tap into the motivation within the marriage so that it becomes healthy again
0: wow okay um i definitely want to get into this um this question can you recover from infidelity from affairs here's the second part of that question because there are some times when um whether it's a woman or female or a male that is the person that is going out on their marriage, a spouse forgives them. Okay, let's work through it. A couple of years later, the spouse forgives them. When do you stop forgiving? When is enough enough? Okay, mm-hmm. and I, I mean, I believe that you can recover. I'm sh- you know, um, but I want to hear your insight because before this, you were telling me, Give me the title that you have that I have never heard
1: of and
0: there's like seven of you and I want to be the eighth one because I want (laughs) to study this out because to me that is just so amazing a lot of responsibility but amazing
1: so I've been working with couples for many 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 years but like many therapists and counselors who deal with marriage a lot of them are general practitioners if you will you know if you had a backache and you went to your physician well if they're responsible, they would send you to a chiropractor, someone who specializes in Mm backs. Likewise, infidelity has become so rampant, I realized that I didn't have the the knowledge or the skill set to effectively deal with people in that crisis. So I became an infidelity recovery specialist and received training on that and have spent probably the last eight years as a specialist. And 95% of my clients... Deal with affairs. So the question is, can you recover? Absolutely. If not, I wouldn't be in business. And so it takes a unique set of knowledge and skills to navigate people from discovery to recovery. And so the three things ultimately I focus on: number one, the marital recovery, and that's really creating the proper foundation for a sustainable relationship that is closed, monogamous, and long-lasting, mutually beneficial. Number two, the individual recovery process, because typically you have a betrayed spouse and an unfaithful spouse. And both of them are hurting, but in two completely different ways. So their road to recovery is different. And so when you combine the marital and the individual together, you're able to make a quantum leap forward in your success. But number three, what most counselors and therapists don't cover, because it's just not their area of expertise, is the affair recovery process. And there's six clear stages that we take people through that allows them to find clarity, closure, healing, and then we build up structures or systems of, of accountability to prevent it from happening again. And so we have a very, very, very high success rate. In the last 10 years, we've only experienced two divorces, which is statistically almost impossible, but it, it's the comprehensive pro- approach that we take to it.
0: Man, that is impressive.
1: That's a blessing, right? Go ahead. I- so to get to your second question, when is enough enough? Uh, the reality is some people come into counseling or coaching and they're just going through the motions. They're unrepentant. They have no desire to change. They haven't broke off the relationship. They're still connected. Still, And so this is what I say. When there's ambivalence of should I stay or should I go? I tell people the best decision that you can make is to make no decision at all. Why? Because when you're drenched, soaked, and saturated in anger and rage and frustration and this and that and the other, it's not the best time to make a decision because any decision you make, you will regret because you're going to feel a different way next, you know, tomorrow or next week. And so when you're on an emotional roller coaster, because there's nothing that is constant about emotions, one day you hate your partner, the next day you love them one day you want to leave the next day you're out i say rather than you answering that question allow the process that i take you through to answer the question for you you can tell whether someone's willing to restore the relationship by course corrections that they make change behavior repentant heart compassion if they most of most divorces do not happen as a result of an affair most divorces take place because of how we either refuse to show up after the affair or the things that we continue to do that we should cut off after the affair. And what happens is after a while, you know, it's just like, listen, I could deal with what you did, but the fact that you're not repentant and you keep on doing the wrong thing, you're giving me hope, no hope for a future. So what do we have? At some point I've got to take care of myself, you know? And so, um, that's when enough is enough after going through a process okay. and there's still no tangible change.
0: Wow. Okay. So let, let's get to the single um man or woman. Um how much time we have? We're good. Okay. Um what would be the three components that you would tell someone single who is looking to get married, maybe in a relationship, maybe engage what are three things I know we talked about the beginning, you know, why do people get married? But Mm -hmm. someone now who is like, okay, I'm watching this. I have a fiance here, right here. Let me just really make sure. What's, what's my checklist?
1: The three components. Well, for me, I would say, listen, there's three relationships that we all have that we've got to learn to master. The first relationship is the relationship that we have with God. That's our vertical relationship. The second relationship is the relationship that we have with ourselves. That's our internal relationship. The third relationship is the relationship that we have with our partners. Those are our horizontal relationships. And oftentimes I find that people spend so much time focusing on horizontal relationships, they haven't taken enough time to develop and master the internal or the vertical relationship. So when crisis happens, they have no foundation to stand on. And the fact is, you can't love somebody unless you truly love yourself. You can't love yourself unless you truly know yourself. And you certainly can't know yourself unless you know the God that is within you. A lot of times when we select a partner, we select out of pain, we select out of a deficit, we we, we select out of a void, and we're looking for someone to be the solution to a problem, the answer to a question, someone to fix our situation. And you should never select out of, a, out of a deficit because once you become the best version of yourself, you no longer have any need for the one that you selected. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so you, you've you gotta be whole and complete within yourself, right? Yeah. And so taking the time to be alone, uh, and for women, I say this all the time, you've gotta go through a he-tox, getting that man out of your system, or, or men going through a she-tox, because if you don't, and you enter into another relationship, you're entering into a relational menage a trois because yeah. you're bringing your past partners who are still connected to you emotionally and spiritually into your present relationship, and it's unfair. You can't give all of your heart, all of your mind, all of who you are to that next person because pieces and parts and fragments and segments of you are attached to so many other people. So mastering that relationship with self and God is fundamental, is key. And so if you're going to, if you've done that and you say, well, you know what? I'm engaged. I'm preparing. I'm in a relationship. I'm already in it. What do I do? Um, I would understand that there are four seasons to a successful relationship. The dating season, which is the selection process. Committed courtship, which is the getting to know you phase. Engagement, which is the season of preparation. And marriage, which is the final frontier. Each season has a different level of responsibility and commitment. And you yeah. have to know how to f- properly function within each season successfully yeah. in order to navigate into the next season. And I find that people skip over seasons, people race through seasons, yeah. people get stuck in seasons too long, yeah. and haven't learned the skills, as we talked about before, yeah. required to have a healthy relationship.
0: Wow. So... I'm going to tell you, you were speaking to me because I, this is my second marriage. And prior to, I didn't know how to be alone. And so I had the heat talks and I cried in McDonald's, Hassani, one day because I had two little girls and I've always been with a man, right? That was my validation. That's who I was. And so I'm sitting there in McDonald's with these two little girls and I'm having these thoughts like, Everyone's looking at me. I'm the only single person with, you know, and I just cried. And that was myself. That was the start of my self discovery of who I was, you know, not who I, you know, the mistakes or the environment or, you know, any of that, but who was Latrice. And I started finding myself and content with me raising these two little girls. And then Mr. K came along, you know, at a point where. I was good being by myself. So it wasn't that um, I needed him because, oh my God, I need a man. But I was like, I like you. You're, you're good, you know? And now we, we do life together. We, we do purpose, right? And impact the world. But I wasn't like that. You know what I'm saying? And so I think that's so key, that self-awareness will do everything for you. And, yeah. and of course, the relationship with um, Christ. I mean, without that, you don't have anything. You know what I'm saying? And the one thing that I love about Olivier is that his love for God. Man, that is sexy to me, you know? And he's just so yummy. But we won't even get into that because that's not what we're talking about. But. I want to say this to you because I don't want to infringe on your time. I know you're a busy man, and I'm just humble that you would take the time out for insights with Latrice and to our listeners. But I want to definitely get everyone to follow you because whether you're married, getting married, thinking about marriage, they need to stay connected. So talk to me, one, about your social media platform, and then I know I'm in the Audacity Marriage Forum.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And then let's talk about books. How do we get to know you better and follow you? Because you're everywhere.
1: <laughs> if you, I guess to be honest with you, I live on Facebook. That's my world. Um, I would say you could follow me. You don't have to be my friend, but you could certainly follow me at Asani Pettiford. Uh, you know, you reach a certain amount, you can't take on any more friends, but you can follow. So I on there, I show who I am as a person. Mm -hmm. But then we have the Couples Academy, you know, business page. you can follow us in terms of the business, if you will, uh, relationship stuff. Um, but our website is couplesacademy.org couplesacademy.org. And I would highly recommend everybody go to that because there you'll uh, find out about our services and, and, and what we offer for people, um, on the media page for those, uh, they can watch our television shows. Uh, they can watch media interviews, um, the books that I've read, I've written 14 books. The latest book is The Audacity of Marriage, Ten Principles to Lifelong Partnership. But the new book coming out next uh, first quarter of next year is Moving Forward After Infidelity, uh, the road to, from, recovery to dis- from discovery to recovery. And it's going to be a very, 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 very comprehensive book that anyone can walk through to find healing in their relationship.
0: And my husband, which I didn't know this part, um, you have a church. Yes. Uh, Yes. Hello, Pastor. Amen. Amen. Where's your church at? And you're in Atlanta, Georgia.
1: We're in Atlanta, Georgia. And about a year and a half ago, my wife and I launched a church, planted a church. Uh, Since then, we found a pastor to install to take over that church and i am uh i've been i'm assigned to a much larger ministry uh, a mega church down here in atlanta and i'm one of the pastors of that church 12 stone church
0: 12 stone church now do you do conferences like on a regular
1: yeah down uh, there? yeah well we travel really all over the world we just live in atlanta we, <laughs> but United i work with else. but we just got back from a two-week africa tour uh every year we do a caribbean tour Uh, We're about to go to London and France uh, in February on a European tour. So we do a lot internationally, and most people work with us virtually. So we have virtual clients that we do weekly sessions with all over the world. Uh, We do three-day private marriage intensives. Now that's in person. So either people are flying me to their country, or they're flying from their country here or within the States, and we're spending three days together deep dive, intensive work. And, and those three days literally are equivalent to like six months of counseling uh, because it's so comprehensive. And so, yeah, I'm on Instagram a little bit, but really Facebook and couplesacademy.org is the best way to follow me.
0: And last but not least, let's talk about your wife for just a week. I just can't close it out without talking about her, right? Because she has to be extremely amazing, extremely patient, extremely everything right and yeah. so let, let's just chat about this amazing woman that you're married to that god bless you to married up marry up to
1: so we've been married for 16 years maybe three weeks ago and three year three into our marriage we were on the verge of divorce uh and a lot of what we do is built out of the passion yes it's a profession but it's the passion based upon what we went through and so uh, because we have she endured all of my craziness, we were able to, we were to make able to get help and assistance and overcome our challenges. And then that birthed a ministry within us to say, listen, if we could overcome, then we can help others overcome. And so, yes, yeah, she partners with me. We do coaching together. We travel and speak together. Uh, all of the visuals that you see, like the website, the book, pre- book publishing, all of that she does. That's the skill that she brings to the marriage. So yeah. we are truly married on purpose. There's intentionality, purpose, and destiny attached to our union. So yes, we receive the benefits, but there's also a purpose that allows us continue to do what we do.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. I get that. Um, I'm the face, but Olivier does everything. He's yeah. so amazing. He's so yummy. Isn't he nice? Ooh! Okay.
1: I'll, I'll give you nice. I don't know about yummy, but I'll give you nice.
0: Well, you know what? I just want to thank you again. And for those that are listening, watching, the insight that I have to give is this, your marriage can survive. You don't have to end in divorce. There are tools, there's information. There are people like Hassani and his wife that can help you, that God will use to help you. You just have to be willing to put in the work. It's worth it because like Hassani was saying about marriage, it's more than just being husband and wife, but it's about purpose. What is this marriage birthing that will impact the kingdom? And that's what we got to do. That's the focus, right? So now we got to go back and start working the process so that we can be a blessing. Yes. Sex, kissing, loving, having fun, companionship, all of that is a beautiful thing, but it's so much bigger. Your marriage starts out. A bigger um, purpose and the enemy will do anything to destroy it Um, but um, when God's on our side we win right and so we just have to be willing to win by um, doing the work and so with that Hassani any last words
1: Uh, listen stay encouraged know that whatever you're currently going through it is a season it doesn't have to last uh, you can get on the other side i and my wife as many as well as hundreds of other couples we work with all over the world are living testaments that listen there's a greater day there's a future in store you just got to look beyond your current situation and believe and have faith we have faith and hope for so many different things we have faith to believe we'll accomplish financial goals educational goals occupational goals fitness goals, but when it comes to our marriage, we want to give up, caving, and quit, and don't believe it's possible. And there are people who are living examples that are proof that if you just hold on, and if you put in the work, and you have stick to it and do whatever's required, you can make it. You can break through your situation, have the best marriage that you could ever think of.
0: Well with that said, this is my mic. <laughs> Boom. All right, everyone, this is Latrice with Insights with Latrice. Thank you so much for joining. Um, please comment. Definitely comment. Tell me your thoughts. Give me some feedback because I know this was powerful, and you're going to have to go back and go back over and over because I know I am going to um, because he, he knocked some knowledge and some words that I got to look up. So with that said, all right, love you guys.
1: See you later.